The following program is sponsored by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh, how I want to be here for you today. I was telling myself before I drove down the hill, I live up in the mountains, about 9,000 feet. I thought, you know, what a privilege to have the task of encouraging moms all over America because we have moms who listen to us via streaming and podcast in our, our web TV channel on YouTube. Um, you know, I, I can't, I, I don't know that I can think of any other group that needs more cheerleading in our country than moms. For one thing, I think they get overlooked. I mean, we lift up celebrities and we lift up athletes and, and, um, I don't know, politicians right now. And, and the moms have one of the hardest yet most important jobs on the planet. And I, and I think, oh, if I could just, if you've tuned in today for a reason, if I can be that person and, and our guest could be that person that says the thing you need to hear that, that changes your perspective today, what an honor and what a privilege for me. Um, I would love to do that. I also, uh, ha- have to say that I, I wanted to at some point in, in one of my upcoming shows or today's show, I guess, to say something about uh, the movie Risen. <laughs> I am so grateful. I mean, I, I'm a little choosy. I'm a little picky because I, I come from a background of a, a lot of unbelievers and a lot of people that do not believe at all in, in Jesus or the Bible or, or they, they don't follow a faith in God. I'm always looking for movies that speak to them and um, maybe give them a, a new view of God's love and, and how much he loves them. And, and I'm going to be honest, a lot of Christian movies can be kind of cliche um, and kind of goody two shoes ish and unrealistic. And, and I, I'm grateful for all of their messages, but I'm always looking for the movie that's going to speak to the people I know that, that really don't have any faith. And, and risen is a, is, does that, uh, it really gets it. It takes it from the, from the cynics or the, um, skeptics perspective. And so I recommend you see risen if you haven't seen it. It's or my whole family went, I was really glad that we got to go. Okay. If you're a mom who needs a boost, Maybe a shot in the arm, maybe hope in miracles, maybe a new perspective. Today is for you. Uh, this is truly a miracle story that we've got today for you uh, of one mom who died and then came back to life. And this isn't a near-death experience story. It's more the message she came back with. And she is such a big message for moms. I mean, I really, I'm hopeful that today you'll walk away with something that you will keep in your memory forever and it'll affect your mothering, it'll affect your family life, and that uh, Oceana can be a, a huge help to you. We have the author of a new book called Love, Their Love Like There's No Tomorrow, How a Cardiac Arrest Brought My Heart to Life. She's a mother of four. Uh, she's also an author and a blogger. She does a variety of things and a speaker. 
But but today she's here to talk about the message that she, she thinks she has been given to encourage moms all over America. And I hope she can do that. We have we have wonderful moms in our audience. I was looking at our YouTube channel today. today. Um, you know, we have over half a million views there. So clearly moms are coming and getting some kind of food from us uh, through our little short videos that we have from interviews. And and a number of people follow the podcast. And, and I think of the guests that we've had over the years that, that have really helped moms. And, and we've got a regular listener named Gretchen, who I treasure because she reminds me of how we are called to help mothers who um, are having bad days or who are struggling or, or think that they're not good enough um, or, or, or need guidance or, or leadership in, in how to mother. And um, Precious Gretchen, she was at a recent Channel Mom Coffee, and, and she let me know that, that um, we are helping. And, and that's what I want to be for you today. So with no further ado, we do want to welcome Oceana. At, okay, I asked you how to spell your name. Oceana Fleiss. Because <laughs> yeah. there, there are a lot of different ways we can describe your name or say your name, rather. Oceana, welcome so much to Channel Mom. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. We're, we're glad to have you. And boy, do you have a story. Um, and you mm. didn't, you didn't really have a near-death experience, did you? You didn't, you didn't feel as though you, you, you saw your dad when you were mm. out in a coma. Actually, you died, and then you went into a coma. And you said you saw your dad, but you never really had sort of visions of heaven or glimpses of heaven like some people do, right? Right. Yeah, you just came back with a big fat message, <laughs> which exactly. which is a lot. So why don't you let people know kind of where you were at? You were busy, 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 and and in your book, um, later in the book, you admit that you were a deadline girl, that you you felt like you could never get enough done. You you couldn't even have time to hug your babies in the morning when they said, "I just need a hug." You say, "Sorry, mom doesn't have time." You were like a lot mm. of us who who wish we could be doing more, wish we could kind of have that quality time and that loving, slow, peaceful time where we just sat down and and um, valued our family and, and we had a totally perfect perspective and then we understood what really matters. And so many moms want to be there, but we're overwhelmed by life. And and you were kind of a mom who was there. So So give us a little background right before you had your heart attack or cardiac arrest, rather. Well, you described it exactly. It was just rushing, rushing, and I, I think that moms can relate to the the desire that I had to please. I wanted to please, you know, ever since I was a child, I wanted to please my parents and my friends and my teachers, and, and as I became a mom, it, there's just so much pressure, you know, to be that great mom and compare yourself to other moms and, and be organized and have your house look cute, you know, and yeah. all those different pressures that we put on ourselves. And and I think ultimately underlying all of that was this desire to please God and feeling like no matter how hard I tried, I couldn't seem to please him. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 and I think actually, whether people believe in God or don't believe in God, I think those who sometimes stay away from Him think He's He's um, too mean to be a good God, mm-hmm. and so they just stay away from Him. And and there are many millions of believers who do believe in Him, but are constantly working to please Him, like you just said, as though there is no grace, as though the mm-hmm. meaning of the cross has had no impact. You know, and I'm I'm guilty of it. I'm constantly trying to please God. I mean, there's some days that I get it, that I'm forgiven and loved no matter what. But other days I'm trying to please God and then impress other moms and please my family and please my friends and please my church and and please my parents, you know. Um, And so a lot of moms. And don't you think, Oceana, I was thinking about this the other day. Moms are pulled in more directions than just about anybody on the planet. 
Absolutely. I, I think that we we were a you know a therapist. <laughs> we're we're yeah. spent hours and hours talking to our kids, figuring things out, um, and of course the nurse and the financial budget and all those different things, and it's exhausting. And I think that's what it came to for me, is I was exhausted. I I just got to the point where I was burnt out. And I didn't feel like I could do it anymore. And I remember I was sitting in a coffee shop and uh, I had a bunch of editing work that I was doing and I had my computer there and I was just staring at it. It was kind of blurring in front of me. And I, I saw, I looked over my my computer and I saw this man sitting there and he was leaning back and he was reading the paper. And I was so jealous of that man. Yeah. I was like, how come he can just sit there and read the paper? It just seemed so far beyond my um, comprehension. And so what I did in that moment, I, I just said, God, I just need rest. I had been praying, always praying for, you know, productivity and help me to be organized and help me to do all these things. And at that moment, I just gave up. I just put my hands out and said, please just give me rest. Wow. And I didn't know, you know, how he would answer that prayer, but he did a few weeks later. Yeah, he did. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> Sometimes we, we, we consider things tragic when in fact they're not mm-hmm. tragic and they're answers to prayer. Right. And, and before you, you tell us your story, I want to say I, I do ache for the moms who are listening today who are right there where they're exhausted, where they feel like everybody needs them and nobody um, helps them. Mm-hmm. Like there, I I picked my daughter up the other day from school and I just went through one of those like, like mom helps everybody and mom's preparing for everybody and mom's doing the food and mom's trying to do channel mom and mom's and, and of course I'm the one that's getting, you know, whatever, giving everybody rides and helping you with this and preparing your project. And what about mom? What about mom? Does anybody care about mom? Does anybody take care of mom? And, and, and I think a lot of women feel like that. That they're trying to, to take care of parents and husbands and and children and if they're single moms they're feeling like they're even working more and maybe they're they're volunteering and working in church and and um, working in their community and and I think women are so overtaxed and and to the point where they don't get quality of life anymore they can't sit back and enjoy their children or and enjoy their their marriage or enjoy a nice walk in the woods or they 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 have a hard time enjoying life and and just saying i'm so grateful because life's so good because they're they're overwhelmed so so tell us how god answered your prayer of rest with cardiac arrest which which most people would think was an odd answer Go tell, yeah. uh, and you know what? Um, we only have two minutes in this segment, so I'm just going to tell you to kind of give us the the Cliff Notes version of of what happened. Sure. So it was uh, one of our crazy uh, busy lives, but somehow we had on that day we had a restful day. And after I put the kids to bed, I um, I remember thinking, you know, please God you know, I can't wait to see these kids in the morning. And what happened was instead of that, uh, that night as my husband and I were watching TV, he heard this bone chilling, rasping, coughing sound coming from my chest. And he was so terrified. And what that ended up being was that I couldn't breathe and my heart had stopped and he didn't know what was going to happen. They didn't know if I would come home again, if they would ever see their mom again. But fortunately, by God's grace and a lot of prayer, 
uh, that the paramedics came and they restarted my heart and took me to the hospital. I had another cardiac arrest at the hospital, but then I was able to wake up after being in a coma and my life has never been the same since that day. Yeah. Wow. You did a good Cliff Notes version. Um, and, and, and you didn't, we'll, we'll talk about this in the next segment and the message that you have for moms listening today. Cause there is a takeaway today. Um, mm-hmm. you didn't go into what your husband and children went through and, and that's okay. Cause I told you to be brief. Um, I'm going to read a little bit about what he said. He, he, you died at one point and he was panicked and he thought he wouldn't get you back potentially. And the, the kids would never see you again. And it, it was big. It was a big deal, but, but man, it was worth it for the message that you have to share now. So we're going to be right back with Oceana Fleiss, the author of love. Like there's no tomorrow, how a cardiac arrest brought my heart to life. And she's got a message to share with you that I hope can change your motherhood and help your motherhood and encourage you in your motherhood and help you to get a new perspective that that helps you to set new priorities. No pressure, just something to help you today. All right, we'll be right back with Channel Mom. Need an excuse to drive a few miles to a beautiful place with delicious food? Let me tell you about one of my favorite places to eat in Colorado. Down home, good cooking, old school, and family friendly, it's the Cutthroat Cafe. Chip Thomas is one of those guys who's created an eating establishment where customers feel like family. Nestled in Bailey, Colorado, next to a sparkling river and national forest, enjoy a getaway to the Cutthroat Cafe on your way to Breckenridge, just off Highway 285 in Bailey, Colorado. Hey, this is Jenny from Channel Mom, and if you'd like a savvy real estate tip for winter, listen to Michelle Walters. If you're thinking about listing your home in the near future, think about changing out the hardware in your home. Knobs, light fixtures, hardware, these are all things that would be a cheap and easy way to make a great first impression. Yeah, and more bang for their buck in that selling price. Awesome advice? Go to SuburbanDenverProperties.com. That's SuburbanDenverProperties.com, where she makes it her mission to find you your real dream home. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Welcome back to Channel Mom. A brief reminder that if you're traveling through the mountains, I urge you to go get some comfort food at the Cutthroat Cafe and pop in and see the proprietor of that place. One of the friendliest guys on the planet, Chip. The Cutthroat Cafe in Bailey, Colorado, right off of 285, down home, good comfort food. I really love it there. Okay, so we are back with Oceana Fleiss the author of Love Like There's No Tomorrow, How a Cardiac Arrest Brought My Heart to Life. And boy, does she have a story. And and the message is what I can hardly wait to get to for every mom out there who wants to hear what she discovered about family and, and children and marriage. Um, and even if you're not married, she's got a message for you. I'm going to read two things. Now, she died uh, during this cardiac arrest, and, and then the, the husband thought he she may never come back and then the paramedics restarted her heart and they took her and then she had another one in the hospital this is what the husband said at one point when when he didn't know if she he was she was going to come home as i drew them close he's talking about his kids who were scared as i drew them close my kids became more precious to me than ever before more importantly all my responsibilities became a fuzzy background and only they my family stayed in focus the recess of my soul seared with intense love for them. And I thought this must be a glimpse of what the father feels for his children. And he's referring, of course, to God there. And um, then Oceana later in, in the book has a very similar story. She talks about how um, the kids came to visit her for the first time after she'd been through this trauma and died um, and then was brought back to life. And, and seeing her kids for the first time and how they were kind of scruffily dressed 
as you might imagine, when daddy dresses kids, it often turns out that way, but how she didn't care and, and how the, all the things that used to matter didn't matter anymore. And here's what she writes. In that moment, I knew my life would change forever. A different mom from the one who entered death had now emerged. New life waltzed through those tough parenting places, the places where I judged myself, where how others saw me as a mom mattered, where checking off my to-do list had risen up to my top priority, even over loving my babies. With a gentle touch, those areas were swept away. And I want you to talk about that, Oceana. What, what happened in death and then coming back to life and getting a second chance at raising your four children who, who were young, they raised in, they ranged in ages from something like 12 or 12 to maybe four or five. Is that right? Yeah. Four to 11. Yeah, four to 11. Yeah. So, so tell yeah. me about that perspective change in a way that can help some other moms today. Oh, absolutely. I love that part of my story that you read because um, I was so stressed and busy and worried before and honestly, I just think it was grace, God's grace, because what else would 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 make that happen in me, make that change just happen? It just it sort of floated into me and it was like, you know, when you have that first feeling of a baby in your tummy yeah. and that and that and all of a sudden there's this love, right? Yeah. And you're like, Whoa, I didn't know I had the ability to love like that. It's this mom love that you feel and it's so powerful and strong, a parental love. And I think that there are moments in our lives as parents where we feel that love and it's so strong, it's overwhelming. And that's how I felt in that moment. It really, right after I woke up, I just wanted my kids. I wanted my husband first. But when I got him, it was like, please bring me my kids because I loved them so strongly. And I know that in our Christian community and kind of the way we talk, we say love is a verb, you know, love is an action and it's not feelings. It's not based on feelings. And I understand where that's coming from, but I think it helps when we do feel that love, you know, yeah. <laughs> it may be not be the foundation of what love is, but it helps if we feel it. And so having that feeling of love toward my kids changed the way I treated them. And I learned to kind of rely on that feeling. So if my kids were struggling or I was feeling frustrated with them, I go, wait a minute, I could be dead. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go back to that moment when I wanted them so much. And remember, okay, these are my precious children, and I love them, and I'm going to feel that love for them. And it helped me. It still continues now to this day to help me to just walk through my life loving them and putting that love as a priority. You know, it says, the Bible says, above all things, put on love. So love is such a strong tool that we have it's the main tool we have as parents to love these babies and we get so caught up in all these other things that we're doing and if we can go back to that feeling and go back to what originally we felt for our kids it really does help yeah you did write about it you said i yearned for my kids not having them near left a gaping emptiness my heart told me i was created to love those short people, <laughs> those little <laughs> short people. Um, and, and my, my people are not so short anymore. I have a 17 and a 13 year old mm-hmm. and I want to figure out how to love them with that same kind of tenderness that, that we, that moms have when our, their babies are young. 
And, and, um, I feel like it's a little easier to muster up when our babies are young because they're innocent and they're sweet and they talk cute and they're, um, <laughs> they're, they have kind of a, a preciousness about them. Um, let's land there for a little bit. I think most moms in America and the moms I meet yearn to tap into to what you're talking about more often. And yet they feel such pressure to do, 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 be, 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 uh, look, look, look a certain way, to have the house look a certain way, the car look a certain way, their body look a certain way, their clothing size be as low as possible. Um, you know, all of the things that, that we do to impress, all of the things that we do to keep up. Um, and and I, I wonder if, if moms who are listening in the car today or on podcast can think to themselves, can I take myself to Oceana's place and think, what if I were to die? What if I were to die and somebody else got to raise my babies? How precious would they seem to me not then? Um, exactly. I mean, you were able to land on that place. Are you are you still able to conjure it up? Let me be honest. You must have days because you're still writing and you're still volunteering and you're still, I think, homeschooling. I mean, you're you're still are you do you homeschool? Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. And, and that's a lot, girl, and taking care of a house. And, and, and so how do you, how do you get yourself back to the place? And maybe it'll be a help to other moms. How do you get yourself there where, where you really want to be frustrated? And, and maybe you can even give me an example about, about, you know, what you do, what the processes you go through for every mom out there who wants to love her babies better. Yeah. Um, you know, okay. First of all, I am, we do not have a perfect home. I mean, you know, there are definitely days when there's a struggles and there's, you know, arguing and the sibling rivalry. And I still struggle sometimes with anger. I, I've always had that struggle since I was a mom um, of, you know, I think sometimes moms, we get tired and we're frustrated and we're giving, you know, our, I used to term barrel. My barrel is so empty. Yeah. And if you come at me when my barrel's empty, then I'm not always the best at, you know, keeping, keeping it together. And I do lose my temper at times. And I, I hate that, you know, I don't want to be that person. Um, so yeah, I struggle. I definitely struggle as a mom. And I totally get that. But I think that it took dying <laughs> for yeah. me that, that dying just kind of reset the way I ultimately think about parenting. And it goes back to the fact that I, looked at myself as an employee. You know, I had this list. I was to-do list woman. You know, I had these little squares that I checked off. Oh, me too. I'm right okay. there. Yeah, I do that all the time. And if I don't have enough checks in my day, I feel bad about my day. I think I did right. absolutely nothing because I have zero checks. You know, I check- even if I did a bunch of other things, yeah. I don't do those checks. Yeah. And, um, but what happened was when I died, all of that, it just went into the background. And the important thing, which is loving these kids and these moments, I could be dead. There may not be a tomorrow. That just goes in my head all the time. I have this moment with these babies, and I don't always remember this. I'm not perfect at it, but I do. It's course correction, you know? Yeah. I'm going along, and I get messed up, but then I go, wait a minute. I could be dead. There may not be a tomorrow. Get back up to loving them. Yeah. It always goes back to love. And it's it's slowing down. You know, my daughter, Shabby, she is, uh, she's our hugger. And, you know, I might be rushing through the day so busy and crazy, and she'll come up and she'll just want to hug and, you know, talk a little bit, mostly just hug. Yeah. And um, stop. I just stop. 
and I hug her and I let her hug me and hold me as long as she needs to. And that's what she needs at that moment. And that's how I can love her. Like there's no tomorrow. Yeah. And and my other son, my teenage boy, he is, um, struggles with all kinds of things that teenagers struggle with, but he needs to be heard. So for him, it's slowing down. That's good. That's good. We only have 30 seconds left, but just give me a a one word answer here. Has it also tuned you into loving other people beyond your kids? Like, look, I I only have so much time on this planet. I've got to learn to love well for God. Yes or no? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, so it's changed. It's changed everything for you. Praise God that you yeah. died. That you died, so the rest of us can learn how to yes. live. You know, um, and, 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 it, and all comes, it all starts from God's love to me. That, you know, that's His right. Love to us. That's right. And then it flows out to others. Yeah, and I imagine you're not really afraid to die because you know how much He loves you, but but that you do want to be able to raise your babies before you do die is is my guess. Yes, exactly. Yeah. All yeah. right. So, how do people find you in the book, Oceana? Well, you can find me on my website, Oceana.com. That's O-C-I-E-A-N-N-A.com. Or I'm on Facebook and Twitter. You can find me all over the Internet there. And um, I'm also, my books are available on Amazon or Barnes & Noble, ChristianBook.com, anywhere Christian books are sold. Okay. God bless you in your mothering and uh, with your family. And thank you for sharing this message with other moms, Oceana. Have a a wonderful, blessed year. Thank you. You too. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, okay. That wraps it up. I hope I hope she and I, the two of us, shared something with you today that, that really um, fed into your mothering. I hope it helped you. We do have a, a lot of moms who, who say to us they just needed to hear that word of encouragement from Channel Mom. They just needed to, to come to that coffee and be hugged and be reminded that their job is so important and they are treasured as mothers, even if their kids forget to thank them. Um, and, and that's why we are here, but we can't exist without uh, out you. We're a nonprofit. We can't be on the radio without funds to be so. So we'd love it if you come to channelmom.com and click the donate button there and become a partner with us and help us to help moms and love them and bless them and encourage them. We thank you. Thank you for that. God bless you. Have a wonderful weekend. If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM and you'll see our donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.